As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you need to use LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash hard work. That's linkedin.com slash hard work to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2023, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for your phone bill? Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile, you'll get their unlimited plan for 50% off. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash save. That's mintmobile.com slash save. Hurry. Offer ends January 15th. The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i'm joined by dylan hi dylan hey alex so um this weekend is uh it's juneteenth and and um in in celebration of juneteenth stardom decided that it's time to make the re-debut of black kid ain't that fun it's gonna be on juneteenth it's like the 19th you know isn't that that's that's funny. I definitely didn't steal that joke. We should move on. <laughs> it falls flat because I I know what you were going to say. Yeah, I know. We we were talking about that. It's like, oh, that's a good joke. So, and my dog is barking. She's very upset that I made the joke. Okay. <laughs> Your dog is like, don't disgrace the black holiday like this. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I see, I see. Okay, your your dog is very woke. Um, Indeed. Yeah. If people couldn't tell, we are recording on OBS today, so um, it's going to be one of those recordings where you are going to hear every slight noise because OBS picks up everything. Um, so I enjoy. think you could noise cancel. Like, I mean, like you can go I did. in. And, like... I did. Ha- I'm 90% sure I have that on, and it still picks up like everything, and I don't know why. Well, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, we'll just get straight into this. Um, 
the news of, from the world of stardom uh, at the Tokyo Dream Cinderella show, which we reviewed a few days ago. Uh, stardom announced that the five-star Grand Prix will kick off on the 31st of July with back-to-back days in the Yokohama Budokan. And the final of the GP will be on the 25th of September in the Ota Ward Gymnasium. Um, so Stardom going a bit ambitious there to kick off the GP. Uh, presumably they know that they're going to sell pretty well and they're probably expecting restrictions to still be in place. So, I mean, you might as well get upwards of a thousand people into those venues instead of, you know, five or 600 at Cork. And, um, it's a very long GP. Like it starts in at the very end of July and lasts until almost the end of September. So I, my guess is that they are going to have two blocks of 10 people um, just so they can get as many matches as possible out of it. Uh, whether their roster is capable of doing that, I have no idea because there's a few injuries that are kind of at play at the moment, um, but I'm sure they could bring in some outsiders if they needed. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice to see the ambition there, you know, back-to-back days at the, the Budokan and uh, ending it at Oda Ward. You know, presumably they're going to sell a good few tickets to those shows, which is always, you know, the the aim really. Yeah, um, when does Catch the Wave end? Do you know? Uh, I do not. Because I, I imagine they can probably get Rin into the five-star, Um, but I don't think they would really want to have her doubling up. I mean, they shouldn't. It, it's The Catch the Wave's already started, and it's still a month and a half away, so I imagine that'll be fine. But um, I could see, like, Rin maybe in the in the five-star. Um, Obviously, I don't really want Kumi in the five-star, considering she's just coming back, and I don't want her to take that chance, but somebody like Takumi, I think that would be cool. Um, obviously, we this a couple of weeks ago that's like, they have the people, but nowadays, it feels like every single one of their wrestlers is injured. So, um, they probably only have like 18 viable, you know, wrestlers to be in the five-star, so it is kind of concerning. Um, like, who's going to make up the last few, da-da-da, you know, all that shit. So, I'm um, hoping for the best. I always love the five-star, even though it's pretty hard to, like, keep up with. Um, because of the way they upload their their matches and stuff. Hopefully it'll be a bit better this year because the bigger shows are going to be, you know, in bigger venues. So maybe they're going to be live, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, You know, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. Hopefully um, the roster isn't all injured by then. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're running a lot before the GP, which I didn't expect. And then obviously the GP is going to be fairly intense. So I just hope that... um... The kind of injuries, problems of years past don't plague them in this GP because I feel like at least one or two people always get hurt in or around that time and end up missing the tournament. Mm-hmm. And if they are planning on expanding the blocks, they can't really have that happen unless they want to put Rena and Hina in this thing. And I highly doubt they would even be able to do that with um, the schedule and probably their schooling and stuff. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how that goes. But um, I just I think it's interesting that it's spread out so much and i don't know if that's because they're going to run like little shows in between the the gp dates which i wouldn't really recommend or if it's because they are going to expand the blocks and if they do then uh hopefully yeah they, they probably will need a couple of outsiders because i don't think it you know as, as great as somebody like raka is or uh a yoniyama i mean yoniyama probably wouldn't be able to do to her you know being an out a freelancer and having outside dates and i'm not sure how raka would do in such a tournament so I feel like you definitely need to prop up the tournament a little bit with some outside names if they did expand, but maybe they won't. Maybe they're just they're going to pace themselves or something like that. But um, we'll just have to wait and see. Hopefully, uh, the first two days will air live. Uh, definitely, I'd say the first day and the final will probably air live. Um, it, it probably just depends on their TV schedule because I know Samurai usually gets first dibs for some things. Yeah, it, I I was talking to Parker about this. That it's like they're they're airing like rules are very very stupid, um, in in like every sense of the in of the works. It's like Stardom World is on a you is on a website that they have a contract with until twenty twenty three. The website theoretically, like a version of it, has live streaming capabilities, but the version that Stardom is on does not. Um, and they didn't choose the live streaming one when they changed i don't know very stupid on that front so they can't stream them on star more world for whatever reason uh 
and then you know they can't put the the shows up until after samurai tv is done with their airing you know process so it's like you know in japan it's like a four-day pay-per-view where it's like oh you if you buy the pay-per-view you have it for four days and then you can't watch it anymore um and you can't you, star world has to wait until after those four days to be able to put it up it, it's very fucking stupid and it's really difficult for people who it's like with the Utami and Shuri match, I know I'm going off on a tangent. I apologize. Um, for people who like watch, who wanted to watch the Utami Shuri match because of how much notoriety it was getting, it was sort of like, oh, where do I watch it? And it's like, um, you're you're gonna have to wait maybe like four days to watch it legally. Um, and I don't feel like you know giving you the illegal link right now. So sorry. And everybody's like, oh, oh, okay, I guess that's okay. So they're 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 streaming, you know. Their ways of streaming is very stupid, um, but hopefully it is streamed, nonetheless. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I, I don't think the, the streaming thing has deterred people from watching Utami vs. Siri. Um, oh, no. I know one very notable uh, Puro uploader uploaded it, and that link kind of got around, so uh, people have seen it. Um, but yeah, legally, it's definitely hard to direct people, because it's like, well, you pay like 30 quid for this pay-per-view that you can only watch over the next two days, or you wait until Wednesday and then subscribe to Stardom World, where they will charge you again on the first of next month um, to, to watch it. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, I probably just won't. So, yeah, but that's, yeah. that's Stardom for you. That's part of the charm almost. Um, and it's it's it sucks that Stardom is one, like, outside of TJPW, because they also have, you know, Noah and DDT and whatnot, is the easiest company, like, Josh company to watch. Like that, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> That's so annoying and hard when it comes to live streaming, and it's still the second easiest Joshi company to watch, I, um, in those terms at least. I wouldn't say that. The seedling process is fairly straightforward. You pay them for a pay per view and you watch it as live. That's you know, true. um, so I'm coming. I'm I'm coming from someone who who doesn't pay for for wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not very supportive of you. But you know, we we move on. Um. The other, another bit of news then is that um, Himeka and Natsupoi will be missing time out due to injuries. Uh, Himeka just came back, but I guess she was just powering through to do her one Cinderella match. Uh, she's suffering from lumbar spondylosis, which I remember Hanan had uh, previously. And uh, the, it's projected that she's going to take one to two months to make a full recovery, which if she takes the full time, I guess she could miss some of the GP there. Um, and I don't know how they would handle that. Um, Poi suffered a torn ATFL, whatever the hell that is, in her right ankle. Something in the leg, yeah. Yeah, and um, she's going to take about a month to make a full recovery, so I expect her to pop back up soon. Um, probably just after the Yokohama Budokan show on the 4th of July, maybe. Yeah, she she was in a cast the other day. <clears throat> Excuse me. She was in a cast the other day, and it, it sounded very um, worrying, but it was only a month, so that's good. Um... That lumbar in injury, I was looking it up. Um, it's really fucked up, and I know I, I don't know if we talked about it because you know the hand and stuff was a bit before I think even this podcast, even though she was getting injured, whatever. Um, it's it's really fucked up because it's one of those injuries that's like usually it happens to old people because of wear and tear like old like you know like truckers or you know construction workers like that injury doesn't happen until you're like in your 40s 50s 60s and these wrestlers you know obviously he make us in her, her mid-20s but someone like hanan she's 15 16 years old you know she was she wasn't even 16 by the time that she got that injury and you know that's gonna really fuck them in the in the later parts of their life so that's kind of sad and worrying um but hopefully that um both of them you know Natsupoi and Himeka can make a full recovery they uh I, I say this as a joke but I also say this pretty truly they carry a lot of these house show stuff because um both of them all are pretty consistently really really fun to watch on house shows uh and they they usually give it a lot um of their of their energy probably a lot more than they should given that they're both now out with injury uh so yeah, hopefully they come back and um can save these house shows because um it's 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 not looking great um from from where we're standing. Yeah, and I mean they're two of the people who made me like think that maybe Stardom is running a bit too many shows at the moment. Um, yeah. you know, like you have Ida who just had her knee explode. Kiona is out. Um, Mina was out for a part of the year. You've had people miss a lot of time, and then you have these two injuries as well. Um. And it, it's not like a, a an e, it's not 
it's a nuanced discussion, I think. Uh, you know, I, I know I made the tweet about it, but I think Twitter isn't a great place to discuss such a nuanced <laughs> thing where it's yeah, like, no. you know, I think Stardom is running too many shows and that's bad. And it's like, sure, other companies might run more shows, but I feel like the Stardom house style is almost more intense than a lot of them. And also because of their smaller roster, you're working a lot more two-on-two matches, three-on-two, triple threat matches that are going to be a lot more intense on the body than working an eight-man tag or a ten-man tag, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like not only is Stardom, you know, running a lot of shows, but then you have something like Poi who's giving it 100% on every show. And that just isn't conducive to staying healthy to me. And we're seeing it here, you know, with with the injuries. Oh, that's the thing is that, and it's like, it's hard because people will compare it to New Japan. It's like, oh, New Japan runs 700 shows a year. And it's like, yeah, that's not good. Um, But it also doesn't play into the fact that it's like, oh, well, most of their shows, like if you're talking about Okada, yeah, he has a lot of wear and tear on him. But it's like nowadays on the majority of shows throughout the year, he wrestles three minutes in a five-man tag. Or at most, he wrestles one big main event. Obviously, those big main events cause a lot. But like... 90% of the shows, either he's three minutes in a in an eight-man tag, ten-man tag, whatever, or, like, the other day, he wrestled Yoda Shuji for ten minutes, who is a, a you know, a fucking young lion. Like, it's it's very non, um you know, explosive, unless it needs to be explosive. So, New Japan is even a really bad example. Um, most companies are a very bad example, because Starm is very specific in how they do things. You know, comparing someone like Okada to Julia doesn't really work very well, because Julia... Is basically wrestling 15 or maybe not 15 minutes but wrestling at least seven to eight minutes of highly intense wrestling plus double team stuff every match because every match she has a 50 minute draw so that's kind of fucked up you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. so it, it, it it's not a good comparison when you know somebody like okada who obviously wrestles a lot but he wrestles you know three to four minutes in an eight-man tag where Yoshihashi and, you know, Ishii and Goto are doing the work, or even better, Yano is doing all of the work and just making it a comedy match. Like, someone like, that's not something that really is applicable to basically anybody in stardom, because nobody really phones in like that, uh, like, at all. Maybe Tam, and that's not any disrespect to Tam, but, like, she's, like, one of the only main examples of of wrestlers who, like, definitely takes a, a slower you know, like a, a calmer pace on the house shows. Um, everybody else is pretty fucking intense the entire time. Yeah, and I, I mean, I just looked at it there. Um, the New Japan comparison is definitely a good one because uh, Sonata has wrestled the most matches of anybody in New Japan this year. He's in the mid-70s, apparently. But if you look through all those matches, it's like eight-man tag, eight-man tag, eight-man tag, six-man tag, eight-man tag, six-man tag. And he mostly just gets in poses and then locks on his terrible, you know, butterfly thingy or dragon sleeper or whatever the hell you call it, the skull end. We don't talk um, about the we don't talk about the skull end. Yeah. We talk about the paradise lock here. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like I feel like him working those seventy-ish no, yeah. matches in eight-man tags, where a lot of what he's doing is going to be grappling or locking in his submission isn't really an equal comparison to, say, Natsupoi, who I don't know how many matches she's worked this year, but, you know, working them and flipping around the place and running up people's backs to do a foot stomp and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like we had this conversation before when Ida got hurt, but it's like now that we've had two more injuries, it's kind of like maybe Stardom should just either ease off the pedal with shows or find a way to make sure that the talent can, you know, can, you know, preserve their bodies i guess during these shows because as great as it is for people to go all out and have a cool tag match in front of 100 people um it doesn't seem to be the best for them in terms of staying healthy yeah and quite frankly it doesn't really save these shows either they're pretty like universally not great like they're pretty universally house shows you know what i mean yeah i mean one cool mk sisters queen's quest tag match wasn't enough to make you know certain shows good enough you know like they're just they're always going to be possible you know exactly exactly but um we can we can move on i feel like we're just like dreading getting to the actual like preview because it's just not anything so uh, we should probably yeah. get to that um, we do have a bit more news um stardom has announced the first three matches for their uh july 4th yokohama dream cinderella show uh the matches announced are the future of stardom tournament final between mina shirakawa and unagi Saka. 
uh, Tam Nakano defends her Wonder of Stardom title against Cinderella tournament winner Sayaka Matani. And in the main event, presumably, the uh, World of Stardom champion Utami Haishishta defends against Natsuko Tora. Um, so we pretty much all could have seen those coming after the uh, the Tokyo Dream Cinderella event. But it's nice to know that uh, that's the direction that the feuds are going in. And it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the card shapes up. Uh, the poster for this show is very funny to me because they do not make... Uh, they are not shy about telling us who the top four stars are in their eyes because it's the poster is literally just Mayu, Tam, Utami, and Julia. <laughs> like, that's it. And it's funny because, like, Julia and Mayu literally are nowhere on the card yet. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like obviously, I imagine Julia and Shuri might defend. Um, maybe not. I think they should. That would be a, a good... I think this card could be one of the better... Like, I feel like they can really have a really, really good show on this one, even though, you know, Mina is a 30-year-old woman competing for a, a championship, you know, fought for by children, and if she were to win it, she would have to give it up in, like, 29 days. Um, it's still weird to me, but that's another point entirely. Um, like, it, it's funny that <laughs> that Julia and, and Mayu aren't even, like, on the card yet. And it's like, yeah, but the, you, you you know what we're talking about. You get it. You get it, guys. You get it. Um, so I find that funny. That's fair. Um, so yeah, that's that show. That's all of the news out of the way, I believe. Uh, I don't think there's anything else that we missed. Um, but there probably nope. is, and we'll probably remember it in 10 minutes, because that's how we usually roll. But we're going to get into Indeed. the preview section, because Stardom is, uh, once again, running a lot of shows. Um they were meant to be in the Eddie Onisaka Arena number two on the nineteenth, but that show got cancelled, and they are instead in Shizuoka or Shizuoka, I believe. Yeah, Shizuoka. Yeah, great, great name. Um, so the opener for this show is Lady C versus Rina. Um, it's going to be very funny to see Rina beat Lady C because I don't see her uh, getting a win here in such a small show. I feel like they'd make a bigger deal of that. Yeah, um, but yeah, Rena's about to bushy roll the fuck out of her. It's gonna be funny. Woohoo! Uh, the next match on the show then is Momo Watanabe versus Hina, which is one of the more interesting matches that uh. Ah yes. Lineups. Yeah, we so the other day we went over this these matches not off the air just because we wanted to see what was on them. Um, and this was like the only match that either of us really popped for. And by either of us, I mean me. Um, I was like, hey, that sounds like a good match. And then it's like we we just continue. It's like oh that was that was the good match. Like that was the the interesting match. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that one. Sounds like it's gonna be good. It should be. Yeah, it should be pretty fun. Uh, the next match then on the show is the Donna Del Mundo trio of Julia, Suri, and Micah against the Uedo Tai team of Konami, Saki Kashima, and Fukigen Death. Um. I guess Saki Kashima will just revival somebody because that's they've been playing that move up a lot lately. So I guess Kashima for the win. Yeah, I you know the thing is is that I'm surprised Saki hasn't gotten like a title shot. Like obviously she's been injured, but it's like she's pinned Mayu like 17 times at this point, mm-hmm. and it's like I feel like anybody else who ever pins Mayu ever is like okay, I just pinned Mayu. Give me a belt now. Um, and Zaki's just like, yeah, I just pin her like, you know, once a week, maybe just to keep, just to keep things, just to keep things cool. And it's like, you could probably like, just ask for like, literally anything. If you beat Mayu, like, you know, eight times with the same move, it's kind of funny, but you know. Indeed. Um, the next match on the show then is the Queen's Quest team of Utami Hashishda, Sayakamitani and Azumi against the Cosmic Angels trio. Um, so obviously this is the play into, uh, Sai versus Tam. Uh, which should be pretty fun. Um, I guess Queen's Quest probably wins. No, Azumi probably takes the pin here. Maybe. Yeah. That's the thing with with the Cosmic Angels is that they really need to lose the artist belts or gain another member. Because mm-hmm. like they can never lose trios matches. You know what I mean? Like they can, but they realistically just like don't very often at all. And I get why, because it's like. They're supposed to be the like best trio in the company because that's what the belts mean. Uh, and if they just lose, then they they aren't. But realistically, they should lose to this you know this trio 
because of the you know pushes and whatever like I, it is it's it's the they need to lose the belts they probably will to be fair um but yeah instead of losing they just draw a lot um so you know this might be a draw probably yeah now that i think about it it probably will be um you gotta go 15 minutes brother of course uh in the main event of the show then it is the stars trio we are once again down to stars only having three members against the away tai team the natsuko tora starlight kid and Roka. um so we're gonna get our first glimpse of the way to tie kid here which is gonna be pretty interesting um, it's really one of the most interesting things on these shows is to see how she acts uh, in a way to tie, how she acts against her former stablemates. Um, and yeah, it's, hopefully it's a good match. I feel like there's potential for it to go off the rails with Kid being new to the way to tie style um, and Kagama still getting to grips with things. So I, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I don't. They found a way to make it so that every show. Has at least a wait of time, two two wait of time matches. I know. Like, it's pain. Like at least two, because mm-hmm. there are now six, seven members. In fact, there's three on this show. Most of the show has no wait of time member on mm-hmm. it. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, we like uh... like, and it's like I don't want to compare the two, but this is how I felt about new japan last year with the bullet club i'm like there are four members of bullet club how are you spreading it out so every show every match has a bullet club member in it like how does it like like they would put huge row in like two matches and then you know fucking oh well you know taiji has this and it's like why like just there's three active members right now just leave them alone like let them just like not be good there's two of them and you know and then all of bullet club came back and every show every match had a bullet club member in it. I was like, this is not necessary. Um, and that's how I feel about Oedo Tai. Obviously, Oedo Tai is far better than bullet club. Do not twist my words around because fuck the bullet club. Jesus Christ. Um, but that's a lot of fucking Oedo Tai matches. It is. Um, and you're not going to be happy because this is a trend that continues. Um, so the next show yes. is on uh, June 20th. Uh, this is in Shiga, I believe. Shiga? Yes? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't read this this name actually. Yeah, it's it's Shiga Prefectural Cultural Industry Exchange event hall event hall. Yeah, there you go. Um, I guess Maibara City is probably the place. You know what? People don't care. Um, yeah, probably not. The opener of this show is Lady C versus Konami versus Ruaka. Uh, the return of the Lady C three way. Um, I have no, I do not care who wins this because, as we know, these matches just they do not matter. Um. Next match on the show then is Momo Watanabe and Saya Kamatani versus Mina Shirakawa and Unagi Sayaka, uh, which is a bit of an interesting match. I yeah. would hope Momo or Saya gets the win, given that they're, you know, presented as above the two angels for the most part. Um, and I feel I like, feel like I feel like Saya and Momo are is not a tag team I've seen. Like maybe like I feel like I've only seen it maybe once. I feel and like it was in that mixed match that one time. Yeah, I think me and... Was it me and Scott on his podcast, maybe? We're, we're, we were talking about that. We were like, oh yeah, all the Queen's Quest duos are like really good. And then he was like, I don't think we've ever seen Momo and Saya. And I was like, that's a good We point. saw it once. I don't know. Because I remember... I don't think that went the... ahead. Because remember, it was meant to happen, but then I think Azumi got injured. No, and then they... So it was a three-way. No, and then they did it. Did they? Wait. Are you sure? Yeah, because remember the first time Utami and Zumi faced or tagged up, it was against. It was before Osaka Dream when I, Utami faced Momo. I thought that got called off. It did, good. and then they, re, they rebooked it like two weeks afterwards. Okay. If I'm almost positive we saw it because it was a really good fucking match. I remember that much. You're making me look this up now. This is, this is not okay. Yeah, I was going to look it up, but I don't feel like it. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, it would have been in December. I have no note. Right. Yeah, I, I believe so. Like November, December. Let's see. Yeah, no, all I'm seeing is the three-way. Wow. What what match was that? Man, now you're going to make me look this up. Okay, you, we can we can keep going. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, B and Konami faced Momo and Saya in March. So, 
So I didn't watch it. Okay, cool. <laughs> that was not useful to me. <laughs> like yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Uh, so we'll get our taste of them here against the uh, the inferior uh, Cosmic Kingdoms team. Uh, the next match on the show then is Tam Nakano versus Fuki Gundeth. Uh, I smell shenanigans. I imagine Tam will get the win, but uh, Fuki could just roll her up or something. I I, I don't know. Oh, they faced Ida and Kid. Oh, okay. Ah. Azumi and Utami. Azumi and Utami. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Wait, no, 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 no. They had a time limit draw in February. February? Jesus Christ, that was recent. Momo and Kamatani against Azumi and Utami, yeah. I remember that match was really fucking good, yeah. All right. Cool. Um... Sorry. Yeah, I'm 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 no use to anybody. What, what oh, that was your... the same show that that Julia murdered Unagi. Uh, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. Sorry, go on. What are your thoughts on Tom versus Fuki again? Man, no. <laughs> Those are my thoughts. No. I mean, yeah, I I, I get it. Like, and like I I get it. That's like, you know, I don't like we were just talking about. I don't think that like wrestlers should go all out on these shows. But the one wrestler who doesn't go all out is Tam. So don't give me a singles match on a road to show with Tam Nakano because it's almost definitely going to be either bad or extremely uninteresting. And I'm cool with that. But like, I don't know, man. (laughs) Like her is the clown. I don't know about that. I don't mind it that much, but um, I'm not looking forward to it either. It's just kind of there. Um, the next yeah. match on the show, though, uh, this is kind of interesting. It's Mayu Iwatani and Kagama against Utami Hayashishita and Azumi. Um, this is their first taste, I want to say, of Mayu and Kagama as a team, and I'm interested to see how they gel. And it's also good to see them against probably the best tag team that doesn't team regularly in stardom, is Utami and Azumi, who, who kick ass. So this, this could be pretty fun, depending on... Uh, how well Mayu and Kagama work together. Oh yeah, it's the only mixed like it, I I love um, Utami and Izumi's um, tag name. It's a uh, it's Utami. No. Their their tag name is Utami. No. What? Or Utaumi? Like Stop. yeah, Utami. Like that. Her, their name is Utami. Alex, not I'm be, not even joking. Not they have Utazi. talked about this before. No, no it's it's Utami. It's it's Utami. That yeah, I'm almost positive. I mean it might be a t- Utazmi, but I'm yeah. Um I hate it here, Alex. But <laughs> no, uh yeah, this this match has a lot to it. You know, obviously Mayu and Utami at any point can like, you know, have a, a feud, I'm pretty sure, you know, because because Uta- Mayu's always in the question of everything, even though she's lost like seventeen million times this year. Um, obviously Kagama and Azumi have that history I talked about last week. Overall, I'm, 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 I'm excited to see how this match goes. I think, uh, Utami and Azumi could definitely bring the best out of Kagama, um, here. So I'm, I'm interested to see how she, how she does and how everybody does. I'm sure it'll be a good match. Yeah. I imagine Utami pins Kagama, uh, cause that would be the only thing that made sense, but you know. Probably, yeah. Um, the main event of this show, then, is the Don and Del Mundo trio against the Uedo Tai team of Natsuko Toro, Saki Kashima, and Starlight Kid. And as I tweet out, I hope evil Starlight Kid and Julia batter the shit out of each other, because that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be pretty fun. Um, I'd, I'd be down for that. It's going to be weird seeing Julia... Well, depending on how, on how Kid acts around this time, like, Julia being the babyface to kids heel is going to be so jarring even though i doubt that kid's going to be a full-on heel by then because that would be very stupid if she's just automatically a heel but i think that that'd be a really interesting little thing that's like you know kid isn't the fiery you know like and like you know fighting back babyface. she's gonna be the asshole i mean she's always been the asshole but she's gonna be like the actual asshole and more of an asshole than julia that'd be an interesting dynamic um otherwise it's another way to time match Third one on the card. That's fair. Again. Um, with how often Away to Tie are paired off with uh, DDM in these shows, I wonder if there's going to be a tag title match between a, a, an Away to Tie team. 
and the ALK. Because I know... I was kind of thinking Kid and Konami against ALK. Because, like, it would it would be a big thrust into position for Kid. Um, yeah. But that that's... I don't know, maybe I'm looking too into it. I think Saki would be in the team, because she is in a lot of the matches with them. That's possible. So maybe it'd be um, Saki and Kid, or Saki and Fukigen, maybe? But I, I, I guess... I think Saki and Konami, maybe? Who knows? Yeah, we, yeah. we're probably like reading way too much into this, but um, I think that would be kind be of fair. interesting. They, they, they seem to show their hand a little they bit do in that, pairings, like, yeah. so I, I do feel like there's some merit there to, to you know, somebody challenging ALK, because they are paired off even on the next show. Um, I think Saki reviving Shuri would be fucking huge right mm-hmm. after that match, because it wouldn't really, it wouldn't make Shuri look bad, because everybody loses to the revival Mm -hmm. but it would be like holy shit this wrestler who just wrestled 43 fucking minutes in match of the year that was like the most you know intense you know feat of you know athleticism and endurance and blah 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 blah, just lost to saki kashima rolling her up i think that would be a good rub for saki and then they can get their win back um at yokohama i think that'd be smart yeah it'd be a good use for for uh julia and siri so that they don't kind of end up in multi-person tag purgatory um so yeah i, I could see it I, I wouldn't be against it um but we're still... also forgetting the swa belt which they could at any time put up which would also be kind of interesting oh, um, yeah. so you never know sake versus siri swa title maybe that i would be down for that i think i think that you know and as somebody who's not always the biggest sake fan i think that would be an interesting matchup um and it would give Saki a little bit of a rub that I feel like um, people have been waiting for her for a while. Um, even if she does lose the match, it would it would be interesting. That's true. Um, that is that show though. Uh, we should move on to the next show, which is on the twenty third of June. This is in uh, Iwate, uh, as we said beforehand. Um, this has received a lot of attention for whatever reason. I, I know I think Utami has like a, a radio appearance to promote the show and stuff. So. It's gotten a lot of attention, even though the card isn't all that special. But in the opener, uh, Azumi wrestles with ADC. Um, I feel like this would be a good match. Mm. It's definitely one we've seen before, but I remember liking it. Yeah, um, you know, I think Azumi is one of the best pairings for the, you know, Lady C Purgatory. Um, you know, Lady or Lady C versus Azumi is usually good. Same with Lady C versus Momo, which I think happens on one of these shows at some point. Um, those are probably like the best pairings for her. So I'm, I'm. I'll probably watch it, you know. Usually I skip over legacy matches unless there's something very interesting, but I think this could be a good match. How dare you skip over Workhorse Lady C? That is disgraceful. You know, you know, after I said that I was like, eh, I don't I don't feel like like I feel like I skip over other people's matches way more than Lady C's. Cuz like I would usually be like, I mean, it's, you know, a 5-minute Lady C match, why the fuck would I skip it? So I was kind of lying there. Um, but like, if, if it's Lady C versus Tam Nakano, I'm not going to watch it. Wait, no, I watched that match. Damn, I don't <laughs> skip Lady C matches. <laughs> yeah, why, like, why would I anyone skip Lady that. C? She, she is bomb as fuck. Well, I, I skip her three ways sometimes, because they're all the same. Mm-hmm. But, like, Lady C singles matches, I I think I've watched most of them. Which is kind of weird. I, I totally forgot that. I, like, yeah, wow. Huh. Okay. Uh, the next match on the show, then, is Momo Watanabe versus Yunagi Sayaka. Uh, usually, I would predict Momo to kick the living shit out of Saka, but I feel like they might do a draw finish here because Unagi is going into oh the God, future no. stardom match. God, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. God, no. Dude, no. And and again, this is a little bit of an insight for the, the listener. Um, We were going over the, the card the other day, and I said, and I quote, if Unagi pins Momo in what in what I, I can't I can't talk if she pins Momo in this random ass house show in the middle of the card I don't know if I can continue you did like I, I don't know I, I don't know if I can do that because like oh no like I don't I don't know about that one it's going to I don't draw. know about that one it'll be okay it'll be a draw I think it, I think Momo could win here because I feel like Momo very typically beats the future of Storm Champion. Like she beat Saya like six times while she was future of Storm Champion, like for no reason. Like they were like, "Oh yeah, we need a Saya singles match. Just 
have her lose to Momo. And it's like, isn't she like a future champ, like the future Star Champion? It's like, yeah, but you know, it's Momo, so she could just lose. It's like, okay, so I hope, I hope Unagi can just lose, but I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, the next match on this show then is uh, Aphrodite versus Konami and Starlight Kid. Uh, that kind of has potential, depending on how well Kid and Konami gel. Um, it should be good though. Aphrodite never miss. Yeah, I'm I, I'm sure it will be good. Um, this is what sort of prompted me to be like, oh, maybe they'll they run with that as a tag team, and you know, Starlight Kid gets a bit of a rub. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it depends on how they do because. Konami can either be one of the best tag team wrestlers in the company or, excuse me, one of the worst. Um, excuse me again. Damn, I'm burping a lot. Sorry. Um, she she could be either the best or the worst um, because with her and B, it was the most like monotone, boring tag team action I've seen in a long time. And I can't even attribute all of it to B. Um, but with like Kiona, it was probably one of the best tag teams in the past like four years. Um Maybe not. Aphrodite is pretty good, but you you get what I mean. Like it's 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 very um hit or miss for her. So hopefully it's good, but it might not be. Um and uh, that won't be fun because I imagine that kid is going to be there for a while. So hopefully for the best. Yep. Um. The next match on the show then is Mayu Otani and Kagama against Tam Nakano and Mina Shirakawa. Um. Yeah, that's a thing that's happening. Um. I guess Mayu probably beats Mina, but who knows, really? Tam could beat Kagama. I just... Yeah, I could... I could see somebody beating Kagama. I feel like Kagama's gonna lose a lot. Yes. Um... Even though she beat Konami, which is kind of wild, but... I imagine that was a very, uh, you know, special circumstance. That's true. Um, To be fair, I, th- I feel like if Mayu and Tam carry the workload here it could be fun although sometimes when they get into these tag matches their sequences are just off for whatever reason um but if they yeah. do well here then this that could definitely help drag this match up a bit um but i i don't have high hopes i guess i just because really we don't know how well kagama works with any of these people so we're kind of in the dark here but um in the main event we have uh the don and don mondo trio against the Uedo Tai team of Natsuko Tora, Saki Kashima, and Raka. Uh, so Julia is reunited with her old enemy, Raka. Uh, so hopefully that leads <laughs> to some fun. And once again, Saki Kashima is opposite Donald Almondo. So, you know, that uh, furthers our theory there that she might be getting a title shot of some sort with, against DDM. Maybe Saki and Raka? That would be... Mm, I mean... I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think Saki for the SWA belt probably makes the most sense, but I imagine they don't want to leave uh, fucking Julia in random match purgatory. Yeah, but then again, what does Mike do? In a row, so. But but Mike has no tag partner here, she so just be in a three way or something in the opener. She's she's grand. Yeah, supposed to. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I'm I'm interested. That's that's the only interesting aspect of these shows is that it's like, huh, I wonder how the Yokohama show goes. Mm-hmm. Um. Everything else is just like, uh, make it end, please. <laughs> That's fair. Um, this is the last show we're going to preview. It is on the 24th of June. It's in Aomori. Uh, the opener is Momo Abe versus Lady C. Uh, Momo's obviously going to Should be a fun match based on their last one. Uh, the next I match... wonder. I wonder how she wins. No, 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 no. Pause. Do not. Do not interrupt me like that. Um, even though I'm the one who interrupted you, let's not talk about that. Um, because. Not their first match, but their most recent two matches was Lady C being like, okay, I'm going to face Momo. I'm taller than her. Let's go. And then Momo's like, I'm going to choke that bitch out. And then she choked her out. Um, and then the next match, Lady C was like, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm a guard that choke this time. I'm not going to get choked out. This is going to be great. I'm tall. Cool. And Momo's like, I choked her out. I'm going to beat her again. Hello, Molly. Um, she's like, I choked her out. Now I'm going to knock her out. And so she just fucking dropped her on her head. So I wonder... What's going to happen this time? I wonder, like, Lady C might low-key be, like, progressing through Momo. Um, it'd be really cool if Momo actually dropped one of her bigger moves on her uh, this time. Because, obviously, she's been beating her with pretty, you know, low-level moves. I think Lady C can use that low rub, even if she does lose spectacularly. That's fair. Uh, in the next match on the show, then, we have Azumi versus Raka. 
Um, I, I imagine Rocka might win because I feel like she hasn't won in forever. Um, and her and Azami are kind of par there on, on where they stand. Um, so maybe Rocka gets a win this time. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't know about all that. You know, my the first match, the first stardom match, well, one of the first star matches I ever saw was Ruka versus Zumi. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was okay. They were both like you know fifteen years old, or no, Ruka was like you know eleven or something, um, twelve maybe. I don't know, but yeah, it was it was it was wild. Yeah, that was first. That was one of the first matches. Um, how they have grown. Hopefully, Zumi wins again, just like she did in the first match I ever saw. That's fair. Uh, in the next match on this card, then, it is, once again, Aphrodite against uh, Konami and Natsuko Tora, which uh, looks surprisingly good. Um, so, well, you know, we'll have to wait and see here. Uh, this is our first interaction between Utami and Tora in the build to their match. Is it? I don't think they've been in a match together before this. Damn. That's... You would think I would remember, based on the fact that we just talked about all the cards, but... Yeah. You, you, listen. <laughs> Look, look here, look, listen, listen, look, listen, come on, no, 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 it's, I don't, I don't fucking remember. I don't remember what I said two minutes ago. <laughs> That's fair. I've been, I've been making, I've been making eye contact with my dog, trying to make sure she doesn't bark her fucking lungs out for the past, like, three minutes, so, like, I, I've been talking. Like, I've been, <laughs> I've been on autopilot, I'm not gonna lie. That's fair, um... Yeah, so uh, this match should be pretty fun. I, I imagine Tora might pin Kamatani here just to get a bit of an edge over uh, Hayashishta. But I don't really know. Sometimes they don't really build it like that because Utami doesn't really need it, I guess, for, for a match with Tora. But we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, the next I match... mean, I could see either of them pinning Konami. I think that would probably mm, be the smartest move. I guess. They do kind of protect Konami, though, a fair bit. I, like, I could not tell you the last time she was pinned outside of an elimination match. My dog, of course, it didn't work. Um, But, I mean, it's the Cinderella winner, and it's the, you know, world champion. So I could definitely see them making an exception there. Plus, I imagine, at some point, Aphrodite challenges for the tag belts. At some point, pretty... Um, so... Bailey, Why? You know, okay, I, I'm gonna have a hard time uh, editing this because it's an OBS. Could like. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. I for hate sure. You. you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm carry my dog. Hold on a second. I'm gonna pick her up. Why? What? What is happening? What are you doing? I have my dog now. She is in my possession. Okay. She cool. she won't bark if she's in my lap. Right. So let's just let's just keep talking. Okay. Uh, the next match on the show then is Mayu Utani and Kagama against Saki Kashima and Starlight Kid. Um. You know, the return of Mayu uh, beating the living daylights out of Saki, hopefully. And maybe Kate will join in and will, like, pretend to help Saki, but actually won't help her. That'd be pretty funny. Dude, I think Mayu and Saki is one of the best combos in, like, just wrestling. Like, they, like, I don't know why Mayu just, like, hits her so much harder than anybody else. But it's just great. Like, it's always just great, you know? And like she, I feel like the only person Mayu ever does a tombstone on it anymore is also Saki. Like she does very specific, like just like murder moves on Saki. It's great. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense given that not only do they go way back and they probably trust each other, but also the storyline is that Saki turned on her and betrayed her, and so she was like, "I will end you." So it's it's yeah. yeah I mean, makes sense. That no people game match is still a fucking all timer, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, in the main event of the show, though, it is uh, the Cosmic Angels trio against the Donna Del Mundo trio. Um, so Donna Del Mundo finally getting away from Oedo Tai to take on the Angels. Um, I guess Donna Del Mundo should win here. Maybe Cosmic Angels will, though. I don't really know. <laughs> Probably a draw. Oh, God. Has there, have, we, have we predicted a draw on the show yet? No. Then, yeah, it's probably a draw. <laughs> This is this is the main event too, I think, which means it's a isn't it a twenty time limit? Yeah, maybe thirty. It's a twenty minute, yeah. Maybe. Uh, I think I think only time matches are thirty, right? I don't know. I, think, I hope. I think main events are also thirty, but I I don't really know. To be quite honest with you. Jesus Christ, please no. Um. Yeah, I imagine it goes to a draw. Uh. 
like I said, Cosmic Angels really need to lose the belts. Um, if they don't lose the belts to Oedo Tai, I could see them losing it to. Fuck this! This monster is making me burp, bro. It, it's well, mad gas. That is what carbonated drinks do. I don't know. Yeah, I know, you. but like, but like more than usual. Like, I've I've burped like seventeen times this one episode, and it's only been like forty minutes. Yeah. Anyway, I could definitely see the OG, um, the OG DDM trio. You know, well, actually, they have enough belts. Never mind. Um. Sherry should not have any more bells. Mm-hmm. I think she needs to needs to cool it for a minute. So uh, yeah, probably a draw. Um, maybe maybe Cosmic Angels wins, but I don't see DDM um, beating the artist belt champions. That's fair, I guess. Um, and that is all of our shows that we have to preview. Uh, Stardom schedule is a bit compact, so we're not going to have a lot of time next week between like the the last show happening and the next set of shows. So uh, we're going to have to fit that in. Um, mm. but yeah, with that, we should close the show. Yeah, please. I, this has been a like a, a, the last show was pretty great. Like I had a great time reviewing, you know, the the shows, you know, Guyism and Cinderella. Uh, this time, I've I'm I'm in pain. I can't even hear out of my right ear. My dogs have been barking at me this entire time. Um, it's it's been a it's been a hard. And these shows are not something that like I'm particularly like excited to see or talk about so um it was it was a bit of a it was a bit of a hard show um it probably wasn't our best but uh we'll be back next time with maybe a better show i'm not going to promise anything but maybe okay um yeah so if you want to stand you may stand if you want to sit you may sit believe today shine tomorrow you decide what you believe in ijo ijo Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 